Hello and welcome to number one podcast by Anne from Domesplicity. I'd like to welcome you here today. Uh, this is my very first time recording a podcast and even though I like to talk, I might stumble on my words but I'll see how I go. I thought it was a good idea to start doing podcasts because I always seem to have a lot to say and um, if you ask any of my friends, they'll tell you that I do love to talk. And sometimes um, if I let myself go with my typing, I'd probably um, have about 5,000 words typed in one blog post and you might get bored with that. So this might be just a quicker way for you to hear what I've got to say, which you might find interesting. But um, I thought I'd start the first podcast off with... Uh, firstly, a thank you. A thank you to all the visitors over the years to my blog, Domesplicity. Um, without you, I wouldn't have got this far. Uh, I started in 2011 and it started out just as a space on the internet to record all my recipes and stories about the children and the things that they got up to just so that they had something to look back on in the, their later years and then I started to get followers and it all just sort of started from there and I've shared my highs and lows over the years and created some really wonderful friendships. So this very first blog post I want to just tell you a little bit about me and uh, my story. I uh, was born in 1964, which seems like an eternity ago, and I certainly don't feel like that's the my correct age. I feel a lot younger than what my age depicts. But I was born in Brisbane, here in Queensland, Australia, at the Royal Brisbane Hospital. And my parents were John and Betty and... My father's real name was Janus. He was actually born in Latvia, a small country in Europe. And he came out here to Australia in the 1950s with his mother and his sister. They had to escape from Latvia from the um, Russians and they lived in Germany for quite a few years before they decided on coming to Australia. They had a choice of whether to go to Canada or, or Australia, but... I'm kind of glad that he chose Australia. Not that there's anything wrong with Canada, but I guess I probably wouldn't be here if he hadn't have come. Um, my mum's parents were um, dairy farmers um, out west of Brisbane, and they were uh, they retired in 1969 and moved to the Sunshine Coast here in Queensland, so that's where my love for the beach started. I absolutely adored the beach and the ocean and one of these days when my children uh, move on, that's where I hope to live. We always went to my nana's place and went for a, a swim at the beach and then would come go back to her place for a hot lunch but I loved going to the beach and still do. My grandfather was a bit of a workaholic and even though he was retired he still did part-time jobs and 
Uh, it's like he and my grandmother never really stopped working. They were born to work and they enjoyed the fruits of their labour by living a frugal life and living on what they grew. My nana had a lovely flower garden at the front of her house and out the back she grew all the fruit and vegetables that they needed to survive and to live on. Um, unfortunately, my grandfather passed away around the age of 70. He did uh, manage to see their 50th wedding anniversary, but um, my nana went on to live for uh, over another 20 years until she was 92 and she passed away from cancer in 1999. So that's just a little bit about um, where I came from, but I'll probably talk more about my nana and my dad's mum because a lot of what I am today and what I believe in all comes from how they lived and how they survived and how they had such a rich life and I followed in their footsteps probably unintentionally because I remember at the time you know Nana used to tell me all the stories and how they did this and how lucky they were and how lucky we are and at the time being a young girl I used to go blah 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 but now it really does make sense and I've followed their way of life and really am living a rich life because of it. Um, I'm the eldest of three girls. I have a next, my next younger sister is only a year and eight days younger than me and she's married with two teenagers and she lives about two hours north of me. And then my younger sister, she's four years younger than me and she lives on her own. She's never married. And when my mum passed away, she stayed on in our family home. So I was only over at her house during this week. She got um, some tummy bug and needed a few things picked up from the shops. So I went over and gave her a hand and... Every time I go over to her place now, being the home that I grew up in, it always feels like I'm going home. So that's really good to have. Uh, I don't know why she's never married. I guess the right guy just hasn't come along. But she's a really lovely person and she's a nurse and does a wonderful job looking after people and just got a really kind heart. Um, a little bit about... Uh, my mum and my grand, both of my grandmothers, they were just naturally frugal. They didn't do it out of necessity, but it was just how, how it was done. And all of the food was homemade. Everything we were brought up on was homemade and it was made with love. Same with all of the um, bits and pieces around the house. A lot of them were hand crocheted doilies and things like that and my mum and grand grandmothers both did them out of love and with pride and you could see that when they showed off their home how proud they were of their home they my they only ever grew their own uh, fruit and vegetables my mum did to a certain extent uh, they just kind of grew what was natural for growing in our climate and things like a choco vine, of all things, out of everything that I eat, I hate and despise choco because we had so much of it growing up. 
I don't even know if it's grown in other parts of the the world, but it's just a taste. It looks like a pear. It's green, and it's just tasteless. And my mum used to serve it up to us, only because it was so readily available and grew like wildfire that she served it up to us every night and I just couldn't bring myself to eat it but we had to we just had to sit at the table and eat until we finished what was on our plate um my nana wasn't um you know educated at university or anything but she was very clever when it came to gardening and cooking and crafting and she even planted plants according to the cycle of the moon so I don't know how she learned that but she did and uh, her garden always won the best garden in the street and she supplied all the flowers for her church and that sort of thing but um, anyway I grew up in um, on the north side of Brisbane I went to the local primary school and the local high school and enjoyed a wonderful childhood where there were so many families in our street growing up and you know all the mums were stay-at-home mums no one went out to work in those days and we couldn't wait to get home from school so we could start playing and we used to just play all the normal childhood games and things like football and cricket and tennis and um, just played until it was dark and then would come inside and have dinner and do it all again wonderful childhood memories I worry about my children that they don't have they won't have the same kind of memories as I do because most of their time is spent in front of a video game or an iPad which I don't really like but um, I'm always trying to get them outside I I didn't um, finish high school I finished the year high school was due to finish because um come the end of year breakup one of the teachers came around to all of the students and said that she knew of a part-time job going in an office and would anyone be interested in doing a bit of work over the school holidays just a bit of basic typing and that sort of thing so I applied for it and got got it and it was only supposed to be a six-week um, job and I thought well that'll be a great way to earn some pocket money and the company asked if I'd like to stay on my dream job back then and probably still is to a certain degree but I, I don't think I'd ever pursue it now but my dream job and dream career back then was to be a physical education teacher so I thought well I can always go back to university and do that but I never did most of my working career was always in an office situation so I'm kind of glad for the opportunity and as fate would have it that's just how it worked out and I did have some wonderful working opportunities due to learning those basic skills back then. <coughs> I did um, stay there for 12 months and then another, that company was a um, graphic arts company where they sold s printing supplies and all that sort of thing and it was local so I didn't have far to go. I didn't have my license then but eventually got my license. Uh, after 12 months I went on to work at a plumbing supply company and that really was um, a great little job to have, doing everything that there was to know in an office from payroll, accounts receiv receivable, accounts payable, um, typing, invoicing. And then 
it was kind of like the beginning of the computer age where you know they install mainframe computers and everything um, everyone had a computer and we did all the invoicing that way so I learned a lot of basic computer skills back then I kind of I was there for about six years I think and I think um, it was someone like IBM was developing these huge computers systems and uh, I thought well that's that's where I want to go I want to follow that um, path and an opportunity came up to um, get a position with a big American mining company who was moving their head office up from Victoria to Queensland and I got a job with them as a systems operator where I was just solely responsible for all the maintenance of this huge computer that was that lived in its own room you had to have specific temperatures and I'd be doing all the backups and you know making sure everyone's computer Australia-wide was working okay and was sort of like a help desk for any problems so that really gave me a good um, understanding of computers back then. Uh, then I got the notion when I was about 25 that you know I was single and having a great life and wanted to see a bit more of the world and I applied to join the Australian Air Force when I was 25 and I went through all the testing and passed all the tests and um, psych tests and hearing tests and fitness tests and I was super super fit and super super healthy because my love of sports never um, never died I all of my childhood I played competitive softball and cricket and variations of cricket and tennis and golf and just a bit you could basically say I loved every single sport except netball I was never one to um, like playing netball but I played just about every other sport and even at 25 I was playing competitive touch football and indoor cricket and um, I just thought the Air Force was a good good way to go and I got accepted and I had to fill in some security clearance forms um, to become a communications operator and at the same time I met a guy who just happened to be in the army and instead of following my head I followed my heart and I moved um, away with him interstate and um, just my it's a bit like sliding doors my life just took a different path and I said oh I could go back and apply for the Air Force again at some other time but same thing never pursued it so that um, relationship only lasted about 18 months and I won't go into it here but you know it's just one of those love gone wrong situations that I found myself in so many times over the years but I came back to Brisbane and stayed with mum until um, I could get on my own feet and found a little um, apartment to stay in not far from home and I got a really good job I did a bit of temp work until I got this full-time job with an air conditioning and um, hydraulics installation company where they installed air conditioning on really big um, projects like hospitals and shopping centres and things like that and that turned out to be a really good job too and 
it wasn't long after that that um, personal computers or um, your own individual computers soon came into to play and that was then another area I think I taught myself Microsoft all the Microsoft um, office applications and yeah things just really started to happen from there I I um, was there for a bit another six years until my um, early 30s and then I thought well you know I've I wanted to travel for so many times but always just wasn't in the right situation or I was in a relationship and um, I had the opportunity to go to America I'd met someone online that I became friends with and um, they lived in northern um, Nevada in a little little tiny mining town called Ely, E-L-Y. It was about three hours north of Las Vegas so I visited Las Vegas many times not to gamble but I guess just to soak up the atmosphere and do something different but their mother lived in um, the Port Townsend area of Washington State so we'd travel there and it's so, so good um, doing road trips in America because the roads are in such great condition and the highways are easy to follow so I went through Wyoming and Idaho, Oregon all the way up through Washington State and another time we flew down to New Orleans this was before Hurricane Katrina had gone through but I went through um, all around Louisiana and Mississippi, drove all around through Mississippi and yeah, just saw some amazing places and as much as I love my country and I haven't seen that much of it, I like to think that I saw quite a bit of America in the six months that I was there and have got some great memories. So... Um, I stayed my six months and came back and did my um, got another couple of temp jobs before I had the opportunity to get a job with the state government in the Department of Housing and that was another great um, career path that I took. It led me to some uh, really successful positions and uh, working in some really important jobs and with the government you know there's lots of lurks and perks so I happened to meet my ex now ex-husband um, while I was working there he didn't work there but while I was working there and I was married in um, 2001 to him and uh, we started trying for a family pretty much straight away but unfortunately I had four miscarriages before I had my first child my daughter at aged 40 and being in the government I was able to have 12 months maternity leave and then I took another 12 months off and during that time I fell pregnant again and had a miscarriage and then another few months later I fell pregnant again and had my second child in 2006, my little boy. So I was 42 when I had him. Um, I guess I was with my husband for about... 12 years things really weren't that good all the way through I think probably in the early days before children it was pr 
pretty okay. All we used to do was work and, uh, you know, do the occasional thing together. But I think children just put such a big strain on our relationship and it wasn't really much of a relationship. So we started, uh, we went our separate ways in the January 2012 when my children were aged about eight and six and that was a little bit hard to get through. Not so, I was happy for him to leave but I guess I just grieved for the loss of the relationship and the loss of the marriage because I think the upbringing that I had and the uh, way of life was for me growing up that marriage was such an institution and was to be honoured and you put up with the bad times as well as the good but um, this just wasn't going to go anywhere and um, we separated and then unfortunately three months later my mother who um, wasn't really sick but she did have heart problems most of her life nothing really major but she had a blackout the year before and they um, the doctors suggested that she have a pacemaker put in and for, for most people I guess it gives them a second lease of life but for her sh it just never really sat well with her it never really uh, did anything for her and she just had a massive heart attack and died three months after I uh, my marriage ended and that was a really 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 hard couple of years looking back on it now I just you know I can hear a song and I, it takes me back to how dark and how depressed I really was and I shared you know I think those were some really um, quiet times as far as my blog and my website goes that you know I really struggled to get through each day but if it wasn't for my children and my dogs you know I don't know what I would have done but it was really um, really a hard time but you see all the quotes you see all the um, bits of advice on Facebook but you know these hard times really do make you stronger and I did come out of it on the other side and even though I still miss my mum terribly and she never got to meet my new husband now and um, see the children grow up I just feel like the strength that I developed by going through that has made me a, a much stronger person and really able to conquer anything so um, that was that was um, a really hard time for me to to go through so probably by about the January <coughs> two years ago really today uh, some of my girlfriends encouraged me to go out by then the children were visiting their dad every second weekend so I thought oh well you know I hadn't been out in like 16 years you know out out going out with the girls dancing and carrying on so when I did it sort of rekindled that spark in me and you know a lot I used to love going out and dancing and drinking and partying and it just rekindled you know that that in me to want to go out and do things and um, I started online dating in about the March and that wasn't a really pleasant experience it you know I always met my guys the old-fashioned way when you're out and about and you started talking to them face to face but online dating seems to be the way to go and I don't know I sort of seem to meet the same guy all the time you know um, 
they're only after one thing but I um, changed to another website and I wasn't long on there until I received a really nice message from this guy who now happens to be my husband and the rest is history. I think that he went through a lot of hard times in his life and I think, you know, I truly, my spiritual belief makes me think that the universe did really bring us together after we'd been through so many hard times in our life and uh, we just understand each other and we we know you know how to be empathetic to each other's needs and how to be understanding and not demand too much of each other and how to be kind and it's um a really wonderful time for us again so we were we met in the may 2014 and uh, the following february which was last year um, we got engaged and <coughs> we were hoping to get married in May 2016 but his poor mum who was a lovely, lovely, lovely lady, um, she had, she was dealing with cancer but her health deteriorated throughout the course of 2015 and we decided to bring our wedding forward to September just in case and um, we're kind of glad she did because, or we did because she passed away in the first week of December just gone um, suddenly even though we could see her getting sicker and sicker we thought that she might have still been around for a long time so that was really unfortunate that I never got a chance to spend more time with her and um, you know we're just still going through that grief at the moment but we know that the type of person that she is she wouldn't want us to be sad and sitting around glum and She'd want us to be getting on, our, on with our lives. So that's what we're doing. So as far as any um, formal study, I've not ever really attended a college or anything like that. I guess I've just learnt life lessons and on-the-job training and it's given me a lot of knowledge and skills for what I've needed to get by in life. But um, last July I started a Diploma of Business and, you know... Um, the best job that I've ever had is being that of a mother and I absolutely love it and even though I do have bad days like all of us and especially now my children are aged 11 and 9, they're um, becoming more and more outspoken and independent and having a mind of their own which I love and which I encourage but you know some days can be really tough but I still think that while they're here at home, I still need to be home. I've never gone out to work while they've been here. I've always been a stay-at-home mum. So an opportunity came up in July last year for me to do a diploma of business online. And I thought, you know, there's got to be something that I can do from home. You know, I've got a wealth of knowledge as far as, you know, mi using Microsoft and computer systems and various other things but it made me sort of look doing this diploma of business made me think what my strengths were what my passion was and I soon discovered that what I am passionate about is homemaking um, organizing and making do now when I say that my home isn't perfect you know sometimes the washing piles up sometimes the dishes don't get done uh, 
I'm just the same as everybody else. Things come up, children get sick, I get sick. But I am passionate about it and um, there was many times when I was a single parent and I had no income coming in. I didn't have um, any money but we still lived really, really well. I still managed to self-fund a week's holiday for the children and myself and we always had what we need. We still always have what we need. We don't want for anything. I don't make impulse purchases on things that I can't afford. I've not had a credit card in probably about 30 years. Um, you know, I just live within my means and it's given me a really rich life. So I'm really passionate about that and that's what I want to try and educate people on whether you're a regular here at Damon's Blicity or whether you're a newcomer. You know, you probably, a lot of my um, followers, I think, all think the same as me. They all, all like cooking and baking and making things from scratch. And, you know, maybe you do live a life very similar to me. But I just hope that along the way, as Damon's Blicity becomes a business, that there might be just one thing that I can share that you might be able to implement in your own life and and learn from it and you know we all have different lives we all have different incomes and things we like to spend our money on but it's what's important the most important to you I guess that is um, what matters but I hope that through the podcast that I bring each week there might be just one little snippet that you might learn from and I'm happy to share that so um, that will probably be about all for my very first podcast I'm so glad that you got this far there's probably a lot of things in between that little story about me that um, are very colorful and um, very exciting to some and probably the Domus Blicity website isn't the place to share them but I've had a very very full life and a wonderful life full of plenty of um, sad times but uh, heaps and heaps of great memories and I hope that um, you'll enjoy the podcast from here on in if you'd like to um, get my weekly podcast delivered straight into your inbox each week by all means, click on the link within this uh, post uh, to sign up uh, for the email to come straight into your inbox. And, you know, if you've got a few minutes um, during the day just to have a listen, you can uh, listen to me ramble on about nothing much. But hopefully today I've given you a bit of an insight into the history of me and also um, to thank you all for coming and thank you for being a regular to Domesplicity for the last five years. So until next week, have a great week, whatever you do. It's still school holidays here in Australia, our summer break. The children don't go back to school until the end of January and as much as I'm looking forward to it to get back into a routine, I really am enjoying these sleep-ins and late lunches and um, just taking it easy. So 
I hope you are too wherever you are. And if it's cold where you are, I hope you're keeping warm. And if it's warm, I hope you're keeping nice and cool. Great talking to you today and I'll catch you again soon. Bye.